merrily, 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 life is but a welcome to the What the Fanboy podcast. <laughs> I'm going to have a row, row, row your boat stuck in my head the entire thing. <sighs> we are back with another episode live here on Twitch, um, What the Fanboy Show. Uh, this week we're going to be chatting, Luke and I are going to be chatting about um, some of the movies we're catching up on here um, before our Fanboy Awards in... A, what, like a week or two weeks? Two weeks, I think. Two weeks? Oh my goodness, it's Listen, coming up so fast. Here's the thing, here's the thing. Uh, the Last of Us show comes out next week. So obviously we need to dedicate four and a half hours to clearly that. Clearly you're right. <laughs> First episode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. So, no, uh, yeah. So, um, I guess before we get into, if there's anything, let me just start. Because why not? Uh, I'll start with some of the things I've been doing this week. Hello, buddy. And was it wasn't me. Oh, who was it? Ghost. Classic ghosts. Uh, the ghost of Tyler. Not here. Sad day. <gasps> Where is he? Who does he think he is? He's doing his other other job. His other podcast. You know, he does a, a sports podcast. Um, take over sports. Take over. We need to get this right because it's a show. Big 12 Takeover. <laughs> Big 12 Takeover, yeah. <laughs> on the Takeover Sports Network. Network. It's on YouTube. Um, tonight is the BCS Championship. It's the College Football Championship game. Gosh. It's we like are a, not doing this any justice. It's like a big deal or something. So he's, you know, he's he's over there repping because I think the Big 12 has one of the, is it TCU? TCU. TCU is playing, yeah. is playing. So, like. It's a little important. To it's use. kind of a big deal. We'll let we'll let him slide this time. Just as one so. But if you miss again, Tyler, I'm breaking your leg. Oh my gosh, the bad one. Yeah, no, the other one. Oh, well, he can't walk anyway, so double casted. Yeah. <laughs> um, real quick, uh, as we get the show started, we are doing a little bit of background work um, on the podcast. Hopefully, you guys don't notice anything. Uh, we're switching hosts, not like physical hosts, but uh, where where our podcast is hosted. Um, so far, it hasn't seemed to cause any problems, but if you do notice something, please feel free to message us um, and let me know. Fingers crossed, though. It, it works. Listen, it, something's going to go wrong. <laughs> it's not going to work for like three months, and then all of a sudden it's going to click together when brett figures something magical in the oh, world no 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 it's just going to happen i'm not gonna know why <laughs> it'll be like oh the stars aligned correctly today and you know all is well in the world um if it made my phone explode jt i apologize for our podcast making your phone explode and uh i'm not buying you a new one sorry no not sorry um <laughs> We mentioned Tyler's other podcast. I want to mention real quick, I have a new podcast out on the interwebs. Um, it's called Deconstructing the MCU with Trevor and Brett. Uh, we are going back through and we're kind of re-evaluating the MCU in chronological, not uh, release order. So not, I guess not chronological, but release order. Uh, so we started with Iron Man. I think next week is when uh, The Incredible Hulk is dropping. I mean, obviously, Iron Man's good. Obviously, right? But, okay. like, The Incredible Hulk, was it as bad as, as we remember it being? Yeah. 
Luke, are you sure? Yeah, Liv Tyler is horrible in that movie. You're going to have to watch, or listen, not watch, it's audio only. You'll have to listen to our podcast to find out if if, Tre- if you think Trevor and I uh, agree with that. Liv Tyler in that movie. Where's <laughs> Bruce? Bruce? Where's Bruce? Bruce was okay. Bruce was fine. Um, so that's just a little bit of, I guess... Maintenance stuff, stuff that uh, is new. Um, did you have anything before we jump into kind of the... My podcast? Our, no. our, our catch-up? I mean, we don't have a lot to talk about today. We're going to be talking about kind of the movies that we've been catching up on. Just don't um, say it's going to be a quick episode. No, no, no. Because inevitably be it's going to be a three-hour episode. We've got, we've got saliva to talk all night, so it's fine. <laughs> um, or do you want to just jump into what what you've been catching up on i i did some other things okay um one thing that is new for 2023 um the new season of the bad batch dropped on, that's well, right the first two episodes that's right of the bad batch on disney plus um i liked the first season i thought it was okay it was kind of up and down but it started on a high and ended on a not as high but still high um but i thought season two got off to a good start I liked the first two episodes that they showed. The animation just is always awesome to look at. Yeah. Um, I really like the characters. Um, I'm 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 hoping it will continue the trend that they did with Clone Wars and Rebels, where season one is kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, that was interesting, I guess. Mm-hmm. And season two is like, yeah, we're not really making this one for just kids anymore. We're making this for Star Wars fans. Yeah. Um. And things really, really tend to jump up. Um, I think this season we're getting Rex and Commander Cody's coming back, so it should be fun. Star Wars always likes to do their cameos, and as a person who thinks Clone Wars is like the best part of Star Wars, um, specifically anything with ahsoka <laughs> um let's be clear for luke if it's, it's anything it, with luke ahsoka. is very interesting um okay look at that oh hold on some trash i put there earlier hello ahsoka you can sit on this marvel book uh she can take the place of tyler i mean to be fair he gave up his seat this week so want to plug your big 12 podcast ahsoka because <laughs> we did a terrible job Doing that for Tyler. Um, yeah, Bad Batch, good start. Excited for where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. I will always take more Star Wars content, even when it's bad. I guess I'm on a really big high, too, because Andor is so awesome. Mm-hmm. It was nice to have a good, just really great Star Wars taste in my mouth. Yeah. And I, I don't want to lose that. But I'm not expecting the best Star Wars. If it's around or Bad Batch, he's i guess that's fine yeah set those expectations so yeah good no i like it omega oh <laughs> uh, well let's talk a little bit about what we've been watching uh luke and i both watched something um <laughs> not at the same time not together but have some very different views on it i guess not maybe not very different i'm not as far from luke as he probably thinks i am I, I think I'm a little more aggressive in my opinion that 
I really don't even care about. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Well, Luke, why don't you go ahead and lead us off? I'm curious. I want to. I want to get I'm, the. I'm assuming you're talking about white noise. Anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. White noise. Um, yeah, it's a Netflix movie. Um, from Noah Baumbach, um, who did Marriage Story, which was awesome. Uh, it stars Adam Driver, who was also in Marriage Story, and he was awesome. And was awesome. Um, and it also stars Greta Gerwig, Noah Baumbach's real life wife. Or wife in real life. Ugh. Seen the water movie. Oh, I love that. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's called White Noise, and I honestly can't even tell you what it was about because I hated it so much. <laughs> it sounded from our conversation earlier, Luke. It kind of sounded like you uh, you started it with some high hope based on. His previous movie, Marriage Story. Yeah. And it really quickly devolved into not Marriage Story, but something very different. It, it was... I, I wasn't really that excited to watch Marriage Story, honestly. Like, I heard great things. I was like, I don't know if this is really going to be interesting to me. Mm-hmm. And then it was just two powerhouse performances from Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson. Um, and it, it really blew me away. It wasn't my favorite movie of the year, but... It was pretty high on my list, I think. Yeah, it was good. Remember. Um, and then, so, when I watched a trailer for this, I was like, oh, this looks interesting. Looks like it might be a comedy, some satire. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I laughed once, and I don't know what the satire was trying to <laughs> tell me. Because I, I stopped paying attention to this movie completely, probably 30, 40 minutes in. Yeah. And then, halfway through, I switched the movie to my computer set it to the side and had it on in the background while i was playing destiny so so luke's focus was definitely torn the last half of the movie but the interest wasn't there and had you not done that you probably wouldn't have even finished it oh i wasn't gonna finish it but i was like you know what it's iron banner week and the grind sucks so maybe a negative and a negative will become a positive (laughs) It, well, it wasn't. It was. It was a horrible was, Iron Banner grind, and the movie was terrible. At least I think it's terrible. Yeah. And I, I, the movie ended. I just like closed my laptop, and I was just like, I'm freaking done with that now. Then I opened it back up, make sure I gave it a thumbs down on Netflix. <laughs> make sure the algorithm knows that you do not like this. Yeah. Um. I I had a little bit better of experience with White Noise. Um. I I would agree though with Luke that it's probably the least i mean you didn't say this outright but i think it's my least favorite noah bombback film that i've watched of his i think the only one i've seen of his is, is marriage story. story yeah um i i think it does some things uh that that only noah bombback does uh real well and it continues to do those things well which is specifically um like how characters talk to each other i think the way he overlaps conversation is fascinating, and I really enjoy just listening to a Noah Baumbach film. And I still get that, you know, through this whole this whole movie. Um, whether or not you think it's funny or satirical, I think it's 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 very good writing and very good acting. I, not content writing wise, but like, um, you know, there's a scene early on in, when the family's in the kitchen and they're having these like six conversations, and like. For me, I was at least able to follow it, and I think it, it's really interesting. Um, what you're, what are you looking up over there, sir? I'm just looking at his movies that he's done. Just wondering what else he had done besides okay. Marriage Story. 
fair enough, fair enough. Um, I also think I, I found uh, a lot of the humor worked for me. Uh, it's very absurdist and it's um, it's a little it's it, it is a, it's a satire, although I, at the same time it, it plays with some very heavy themes. So it doesn't satire. always feel what satirical. Um, but at the end of the day, I think I still think that uh, Adam Driver gives a really good performance. Um, and Greta Gerwig, I think, is fine in this. She does kind of play a distant someone who's losing their memory or their mind. And I don't know if that necessarily helps her performance. Um, but there's some real good emotion, I think, in there. And um, I think it, it fall, falls apart a little bit at the end as it's trying to wrap everything together. Um, and if you're not paying attention, you know, fully to it, I'm sure it, it's, it just feels really, really awkward. <laughs> the, the last scene and like, not the last scene, the last scene. Honestly, one of the credits um, the credits were great yeah. um no the like the hotel scene i'm mm-hmm. just like this is a different movie <laughs> yeah, because yeah. there's one of the problems to me with it is you have this like goofy family like playing it pretty serious for the most part yeah um and then there's like moments of like psychological thriller and horror in there mm-hmm. like when he's sleeping and dreaming and when he goes to the hotel and i'm like is this <laughs> yeah yeah no it's it it does it, it kind of runs a really wide gambit and i think that's based on the source material it's based off of a book that everyone claimed was unfilmable so you know maybe that was accurate <laughs> um i feel i wonder if authors just say that about their book now so when the movie eventually comes out let's be like i mean it's unfilmable it's, you know it's, it's yeah, never gonna yeah, be yeah, good yeah. you know it's so hard to do <laughs> I wrinkle in time that. oh it's so complicated i can see know. that happening um but yeah no overall i you know it's a middle of the road movie for me i i'll give it a matthew mcconaughey i don't know if i could necessarily recommend you spend money on it at the same time it's on netflix and if you're into something that's going to make you think and you're willing to pay attention to it i i think this movie's worth a shot um i know luke has a different opinion though i i do um there was only one scene i actually liked in the movie and it was honestly the most it was the scene most like marriage story <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So yeah. where a husband and wife are like talking their differences out, doing marriage story stuff. Yeah. It's like, I thought the acting was good in that scene. I don't think Adam Driver was good in this movie. Um, that could be with what he was given, which I think is very bad and uninteresting and all over the place. Um, but yeah, when they're like talking about their marriage and it's only like for three or four minutes or something... I stopped playing my game and I looked at my computer. For yeah. a bit. I was like, yeah. oh, this is kind of interesting. We'll see where this goes. And it didn't. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Then it lost me again. Well, the, yeah, the challenge or, or problem, I, I guess challenge, is that this is like, that's part of a subplot, right? It's not the main. It, it, bec- it kind of becomes the main plot of the movie two thirds of the way through. Um, yeah. Which I think is that focus issue. The, the, the film lacks, I think, some focus and third act specifically and yep. it dives down this it's a very interesting subplot but um you know maybe if the if the if the rest of the movie had felt like it had yeah one of the that. the things i have written down is two halves of a story mm. maybe just do one of them yeah like there's a plot with his wife and then there's the entire like i can't hear the 
toxic sky. The, the, to- toxic, the toxic air event. Yeah, whatever they call it. <laughs> um, and w- one reason I was telling you this earlier, what it reminded me of was Lemony Snicket's series of unfortunate events mm-hmm. on Netflix. That tonally is what it reminded me of and the way they talk and act and the conversations they have, especially the kids. Yeah. Like his, his son who is like listening to the radio and giving speeches to people and like it, oh, it feels like a, um, like when he and Don Cheadle are talking to their classes. Yeah. And it, it just didn't feel like acting to me. And maybe that was part of the satire and it just did not work for me. Um, the other thing was, <laughs> what is it with now in movies and doing chapters? Um, that's a good question. And that, yeah, that's, it's, we it's could... honestly not a negative. <laughs> I just don't understand why it's so common now. It used to be like Tarantino. I wonder if it's, we're getting more and more adaptations specifically from theater where there's like very clear act breaks yeah and with you know book adaptations you can kind of get away with it too i don't i don't know that, no. that's that's just a uh, off the top of my head guess like when it pops up chapter one title card whatever it said yeah. um i was just like okay that's kind of weird and there's only like three yeah yeah and it very much is the it's this it's act one act two act three yeah um but i honestly don't have a problem with that it's just my mind doesn't <laughs> understand like why is this the trend it's why weird are you the way that you are movie um i also did <laughs> uh the like all their work stuff with like he's a hitler teacher and don Giles an elvis teacher i was like what the freaking crap <laughs> the point where i lost total interest was when they're walking around in a circle like giving their lesson it's just like okay i'm kind of done with i this. found that in- i found that interesting i didn't totally understand it i'm not sure i still do i but... don't know what they were trying to say they're like hitler was a mama's boy and so is elvis they're like trying to po- prove he was better it's like oh well, hitler wasn't better <laughs> I, don't, I don't i don't think i don't think that's exactly i, I took away m- more of how people are drawn to these figures. I don't know. <laughs> See, <laughs> I don't know. Like I that's the know. entire movie for me. It's just like I don't know what they're trying I to do. I enjoyed. I enjoyed the. Uh, Maybe I'm too stupid for the Noah puzzle Bamback. that was this movie, and I, you know, I've, I guess I enjoy. I'm okay with it being this like unfinished puzzle in front of me. Like I don't, I don't know what it's supposed to be altogether. But like it was kind of fun to mess around with it for uh, two hours. <laughs> Just me. I I, gil- I uh, gilded my Iron Banner title. Okay. Well, <laughs> Luke, I give it a dumpster fire. Okay. I I hated it. It's my second least favorite movie Oof. of the year. Um, I've given three dumpster fires of for 2022. Nice. I don't I don't know if that's a record. It might tie. Uh, Twenty twenty, I have two or three. Let's let's look it up here. Um, Morbius is still the worst movie of the year. Oh, of course, <laughs> it's the only movie I've ever Great. fallen asleep in a theater. Mm. So it will earn the title. <laughs> um, undisputed champion of making Luke go sleepy sleep. That's yeah, the sleep in the theaters. You know, as I get older, <laughs> it's dude. I'll never forget me, Tyler, and I think Hunter was with us too. Maybe I can't remember, but like. There's just a loud part in the movie, and me and Tyler are both just like, 
<laughs> oh, I'll never, I'll never forget that feeling. It's awesome. I love it. That was a lie, by the way. Oh well, it was an experience. Um, the second movie I watched this week that was from 2022 was the Three Five Five. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, over on Amazon. I've never heard anything good about that movie. Was it? It was very. It's very average. Okay. I don't know. If, I wouldn't say it's like awful. Like I, I saw like the it's, rotten. It's a movie. And stuff and and I and I was like, oh, it's it really that bad? Like no, it's not. Not that bad. It's also not that good. Um, I think you know for the most part, it it does what it sets out to do, which is like. Be a, you know, somewhat entertaining action movie. I don't think that it's it stands out in any particular way, but um, the performances are 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 okay. You know, I, as much as I can say for most action movies, the um, the dialogue is all right. You know, I I probably compare it to something like Uncharted, which I didn't particularly like, but like also that movie was popular. I gave it a dump. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'll give the 355 like a straight to streaming. It's, it's, it, you know, if you find it on Amazon Prime and not pay anything for it, I think it's, it's a fine. Did you way watch to it on Amazon Prime and pay nothing for it? That's what I did. Okay, that's good. That's <laughs> it good. fits the bill. Um, yeah. I don't know. There's not much more to say about that one. It's a generic, gener- insert generic action movie here. <laughs> Simon Kinberg, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, which is his first... Better than Dark Phoenix? Yes. Maybe it helps that it's a little more original, not part of an IP. Yeah, I think it helps that it doesn't have characters that you have known through three (laughs) or four other films type of thing. So, Mm. yeah. Yeah, definitely better. At the same time... People tend to latch on. Full of cliches. Like, when I say generic action movie, it is generic action movie. You can call all of the beats and all of the twists and Does turns. somebody get shot right here? Uh, at least two people get shot in the shoulder. Nice. It just goes right through that soft spot where and there's no organs fine. or nothing they're, they're, you know, they're up and moving, you know, five minutes later. They're okay. Or maybe a book blocks it. Yeah. Yeah. I just did that this year. <laughs> <clears throat> It's not real original. What was your next one, Luke? Um, I watched the movie Tar. Oh. Um, I'm not sure how many people have heard about this movie. I've heard of this. Uh, you and me are kind of nerds. <laughs> so. um, this is a movie starring Kate Blanchett. Um, the movie's called Tar. Her character's name is Lydia Tar. She's a uh, conductor, a maestro at, in Berlin. And she is on the cusp of her biggest moment. She's about to conduct the Mahler Symphony, Symphony Number no. Five, um, and everybody just went, huh? um, "Very good music." She's going to conduct, <laughs> um, and it's just kind of her life leading up to that, um, and there's. Ups and mainly downs um, <laughs> um, with her and her family, with her past kind of starts to catch up to her. Um, but 
Like, the two things I'd say the movie is really about is, one, cancel culture is pretty prevalent in this. Mm -hmm. And something I thought that was interesting was they don't really give, quote-unquote, an answer on cancel culture. Yeah. It's like, things she does, doesn't do, you don't know, and there's repercussions for it and consequences for her, and it's kind of like her leading up to this moment, Mm -hmm. like, how she handles them what she does which i thought was super interesting um and i i liked how they didn't really ever tell you the truth for everything you see some stuff and you don't see some stuff so it's kind of like okay well is she telling the truth there or not like we we don't know but you also see her do some other things that makes you be like man she might be kind of untrustworthy in this other stuff <laughs> um i just i found her character really really interesting um and kate blanchett is freaking awesome in this movie um, this, I feel like, is going to be an easy nomination for Best Actress. Um, I obviously haven't seen all the possible things that will probably be nominated, but from what I hear online and from what I saw, I feel like it's an easy nom. Nice. Um, all, all the performances are good. I was not expecting to see Mark Strong. <laughs> that was oh. cool. Did you um, show up and you, and, he, and you were immediately like, he's the bad guy? <laughs> It's Mark Strong. If Mark Strong shows he's up the, in your movie... He's not the bad guy in Kingsman. The chance, Thank you, Matthew Chances Bond. are he's the bad guy. He's gonna Nine be, times out of ten... He's going to be the bad guy in Kingsman 3. Exactly. 100%. He, he died 100%. in Kingsman 2. They're going to bring come, him back. Come back. Kingsman 3, he's the bad guy. You know what? I'll allow it. They brought back Colin Firth. They can bring back Mark Strong. We, uh, we, we, wrote, we just wrote Kingsman 3 for you. You're welcome, Paramount or Universal or Sony, whoever owns that one. Marv? What's his studio called? I don't know. <laughs> I can never read it because that's the colorblind stuff. And it's like different every time. <laughs> There's been a couple where it pops up and I'm like, mm, can't read it. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is definitely an Oscar bait movie. Um, so it's, it's kind of hard to recommend to lots of people. Um, if you want to watch something kind of that will, he isn't bad in 1917. That's true not which was there's good. only like two bad guys in 1917 and they're like faceless yeah it's like those guys on the other those side those people the guy that you got into a fist fight with after the plane crash and the one in the house i think those are like the two <laughs> people you meet oh that's such a good movie um but yeah i i would give tar a fanboy worthy i think it's definitely worth watching for Kate Blanchard's performance. I think it's a very interesting story. I didn't mention what I thought the other really cool thing about the story was, which is creators have a need to create. Mm-hmm. And I think that part of the story is super relatable to if books or like write books, create movies, TV shows, write as a script writer. And I think like, oh, hit my watch. <laughs> That need to like just like get an idea out yeah. is kind of always there, um, and that's kind of another little side plot or lesson in the movie. Yeah, I thought was really cool. Yeah, I always enjoy when movies are self-referential in the idea of let's examine what it means to be like a creative or mm-hmm. a cre- like a creator and like that that need and that drive and because a lot of times it's super consuming and we don't know how to shut that off. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and it can be very detrimental. Um, and and yeah. oftentimes you you see you know it, those biopics. Yeah. You know, there's there's a reason why you have so many terribly sad, you know, musical biopics, and it's because these incredible artists, you know, don't know how to stop. Yeah, don't know how to and, stop. And, and, and there's a culture, power goes to their head. Or there's something. there's a culture, a whole culture around that that you know enables that and fast you know fast tracks that and you know it's like putting you know yeah uh, liquid nitrogen and it's it's like hitting the nos right yeah <laughs> like no you're already going 70 miles like no we're going 120 baby um anyways i don't know where that came <laughs> you're from you're just decided for fast in your seatbelt <clears throat> nope oh um i th- also think this movie does a really good job of foreshadowing um, that's a very common thing in movies and stories. It's everywhere, and a lot of times it's done poorly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I uh, even just like thinking back on it, I was like, oh, they like have that exact conversation in the beginning. Um, the reason I might have forgot that is because the movie is two hours and forty minutes long. Ooh. Um, which I think will be another reason people want to watch it. It's just it's. Just really a movie with uh, a couple people talking in rooms and having conversations, and then you know some like we're conducting an orchestra. Yeah, music was awesome in it. Um, that was really good. Yeah, fanboy worthy. Nice. I think Brett will really. I am excited. It's on my not this week catch up list, but maybe hopefully next week I'll. Uh, I watched it. it on Amazon. I did have to rent it. Um, I think it was like five dollars. Yeah. Um, but I mean it. I think it only came out like a month or so. Ago. I was gonna say I think so. even on Apple, I was I saw I was able to rent it for four ninety nine. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it must be five dollars everywhere. Quote, quote. Don't don't quote me on that. I don't know. Uh, quote Brett on that. <sighs> Dang it, it's got me. Hook line and Sorry. sinker. Okay, uh, the last thing I watched this week uh, that was a barely uh twenty twenty two movie uh was the Pale Blue Eye. Um, this came out like the December twenty third on Netflix, uh, so just squeaking in there at the end of twenty twenty two. This is the uh, Christian Bale murder mystery with a- Edgar Allan Poe. Um, Wait, he plays him? No, he's in it. Edgar Allan Poe is in it. He's a character. Yes. Is it like oh? Okay, I didn't know that. That kind of like, yeah. gets it a little more it's, interesting for me. Edgar Allan Poe is played by Harry Melling, who is the, is the actor who played uh, Dudley Dursley in the Harry Potter films. You, you, like, you probably recognize him. You'd be like, I recognize that face shape. He, um, what else was he in? He was in something else that he, I thought he was, was pretty good. He's in the chess thing. Oh, Queen's Gambit. Gambit? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like, this is the dude Harry Potter. This is good. <laughs> what the heck? But uh, but yeah, he's he's really good. Um, Poe is essentially a cadet at this military academy. There's a murder of another cadet, and uh, Christian Bale is kind of this retired investigator who gets brought in to solve the murder. It does a really good job with tension and pacing. Um, there's good acting. I think the writing is really well done. Uh, there's a couple of twists that I uh, you expect because it's a murder mystery, but were were played well um they work a lot with you know they they introduce kind of a small cast of characters like okay it's probably one of and they do a good job of teasing who it might be who it might not be um 
inter- introducing some additional conflict along the way and and lots of and lots of drama um Ooh. and it's set in like new england in the winter and it's beautiful i mean the northeast in the winter is is always pretty i like snow yeah i like snow until i have to scrape it off my car yeah i don't think i would have liked snow in the 1830s which is you know like when this is set and it's like mm. Like, oh, I need to take the carriage out to go to the bakery. <laughs> oh, it's in 20 feet of snow. Looks like we're stuck here for the winter. Guess we're not getting food. Time to cut off hands. Like, I guess we need to start a fire. Um, we have no wood. Oh, burn the house down. <laughs> we'll use the other hand. <laughs> no one has hands because everyone got them cut mm-hmm. off. Uh, I give this a fanboy worthy. I had a lot of fun with it. Um, it's It's... And not fun as in like it's a lighthearted Sherlock Holmes thing. Fun in that it's like it's a it's a good murder mystery with some tension and looks like we got drama. another mystery. Already. I know. Look, we all need to remember that Brett's like into the like crime docu series, and like that's fun for me, and I'm that a- that might not be fun for everyone, and that's okay. But just know that I it just means I enjoyed it. I think it's a good film. Fun is a matter of perspective. From That's a certain accurate. point of view. From a certain point of view. We're going to... Uh, From a certain point of view, I'd say the Empire is having one. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, Luke, did you have anything else you watched this week? No, I just played tons of Destiny. All right. Well, let's move on then to our news segment. Golly, we are Schnooze. moving right along. I guess we have some trailers. There were a couple trailers that we watched before the show. We can briefly mention um, Renfield, Renfeld. I can't. I don't know how you pronounce it. Uh, that's Renfield. With... Wahahaha. Um, <clears throat> Nick Cage vampire movie. <laughs> Nick Cage and Nicholas Holt and the the Knicks. vampire movie with Nicks. The Nick. The Nick vampire movie. Um, you know, it looks cringy in like a fun kind of way. Could be entertaining. It it reminded me a lot of like what we do in the shadows, um, but if it got like a decent budget and was you know not a TV series, but and and, and that's not like what we do in the shadows is, is amazing and fantastic. And I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, but like you can't. I don't think you can do what you like what you do in the shadows works because of what it is. Because it's this kind of low-budget, office-style, like, what happens in a vampire mansion um, kind of mockumentary. Uh, you know, this is not a mockumentary of sorts, but it does. It, it feels like that. Modern vampires in modern times dealing with modern problems um, in a humorous way. So uh, this one gets a thumbs up for me. I, I enjoyed this trailer. I'm, I'm sideways on it. Um, I feel like it could be interesting, but it's also like the action in it, like reminded me of. Oh yeah, no, it doesn't like look like vamp- it's- <laughs> Ab- Abraham Lincoln vampire. Yeah, yeah no, no. Like, uh, when I say big budget, I I don't mean we're getting Avengers level action scenes yeah. here. <laughs> well, we'll see. It also probably depends what else is coming out at the time. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is a busy year for movies and games, it so is. it's one might uh, get I pushed the, to the side. I slipped through the cracks pretty easy. 
the next trailer we watched was Evil Dead Rises. Uh, I'm I you know as fun yeah thumbs down. <laughs> I don't like gross movies for the sake of being gross. Yeah, the Evil Dead series has never been like one that I've particularly enjoyed. So like I'm not. Thrilled. Come watch this girl get a cheese grater on her ankle. I will say <laughs> no thanks. I will say I think that it looks like it shot pretty well, and I was impressed with the the lead actress. Her like her face looked the mom the mom like I did not it was disturbing. Like the kind of the the looks she had, mm-hmm. um. So like, bravo to that. Just yeah, I'm not here for the gallons of blood just <laughs> everywhere. Gorefest never gets to me. No, very rarely. You got to earn uh, stuff with character, and then I'll sit through the gore. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And even then, like probably the it's the goriest horror movie i've seen maybe it i don't know and that's even i feel like it's that, not that I feel bad like that's pretty tame yeah the second one maybe is more gory yeah they're like oh they're adults kids are this the uh yeah yeah there's there's some saw saw's pretty gory I haven't seen it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. I think we Nothing. should take a nope. look watch that. Nope. We're good. Uh, the other trailer we saw was Carnival Row, season two, uh, the final season. <laughs> mm. I never finished. I started the first season, never finished it, so this one was a big kind of sideways for me. It looks like it's doing a lot of the same stuff, but maybe you can probably speak better to that, Luke. I'm going to be honest, I can't really remember how the first season ended. <laughs> <laughs> it was fine. Like, it was, it was okay. Yeah. It wasn't really anything special. Everything good about it is a ripoff from Saga. Mmm. Like, almost to a T. And you love Saga. I do. I need to read the newest book that came out. Um. I, I, I won't watch it because it's just, it got canceled. So, like, there's no point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that one didn't do much for us either. Okay. Did you see the Gran Turismo featurette? I did not. Oh, it was, it was pretty interesting. Oh, well, uh, it's I, I a guess the game where they race cars. Yes. Did the cars look prettier than they did three years ago? Uh, I don't remember. The interesting Pro- part probably. about it is that they're using the game as inspiration but also like a real life story it is a TV. oh i only saw the featurette no 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 saying you guys need to watch the machine oh oh I <laughs> luke's not reading all of the just ignore luke i only read the just bottom line ignore him there's he's, nothing above it. he's not here he's well, no longer once you write, cut, we're cutting him out of the show once entirely. you once you write something new it is a teaser will disappear <laughs> Um, no, um, it has, like, real-life inspiration. I think they're using a real person and oh. putting them into the story of the video game. Although, like, I forgot this movie existed. It's got David Harbour and Orlando Bloom in it. Surprised me. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. Whatever. Sideways. <laughs> it's a video game movie, so we all know be garbage. Yeah. Because <laughs> video game movies are never good unfortunate 
We'll get one one day. Surely. It will still get game. We'll hold, uh, we'll hold on. Game award nomination for best adapted probably. We'll hold on to hope. Fill in spots. Okay, let's move over to our news. We've got. I've only got a few little things here. Got a couple too. Wednesday got renewed at Netflix for season two. Does it, so does that mean it's going to be Thursday now? The sequel to... That was hilarious. I know. I know I'm funny. I'm also a little sad because I was also going to make a joke about Wednesday. <laughs> but I mine was going to be, have they ever announced this stuff on Wednesday? Be like, it's just a missed opportunity. Like, it's Wednesday. I feel like, I hope their social media people are like really leaning into the fact that Wednesday could be their day for stuff. Like, premiere it on a Wednesday. It's Wednesday! Like, come on. Missed opportunity. Watch Wednesday on Wednesday. It's Wednesday's day. Wednesday's day. Win- it's Wendy's day day. With my hands, hands, hands. Ignore me. I don't deserve attention. I can only say on Instagram how many times I don't want to say that audio <laughs> and it keeps <laughs> Not interested. Don't but yes. play. Don't <laughs> show reels with this. One sound. of the uh, one of the few things that got renewed at uh, Netflix this week. <laughs> what was their ratio of? Uh, they also continued to discontinued. Well, they also continued uh, the Sea Beast oh, movie. That... It, it's getting a sequel. Uh, whatever you, you know, you Sea Beast. That was okay, right? I thought it was okay. Yeah, I didn't hate it. Um, Carl Urban's coming back. Oh, uh, everyone's coming back for sure. Nobody died in that kids movie. Yeah, I get right. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Uh, yes, that, so that's, but other than that, then we got... But will it be better than Ford vs. Ferrari? 100% it won't, because that was one of the best movies that came out that year. What is, what is what will be? Gran Turismo. Carbon. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. Ford v. Ferrari is freaking It's awesome. phenomenal. And if you haven't seen it, please watch it. That movie is booyah. It makes me... I remember that review. I'm, yeah. <laughs> oh, good time. I might have to rewatch that one. Is that 2019? I think so. 2019 I think, was a... It was such a good year for It was for a movies. good year. And... Um, so yep. yeah, well, Luke is looking that up. 2019. 2019, all right. Uh, Netflix also canned a couple things. <clears throat> the pretty, first one... Pretty sad about some of these. The one that hurts the most. What hurts the most? You're supposed to... Is that a song? Was being so close. Okay, well, I tried. I'm doing that. 1899. This makes Luke sad. This is a good show, and I definitely didn't love how it ended, but I thought it was... Big old cliffhanger! Yeah, but it was but it was good. Like, it was a very interesting setup for a season two mm-hmm. of that show. Um, so the fact that we're not getting it is did, a bummer. Did you see the Paul Tassie article he wrote about Netflix them canceling stuff no what did he have to say about it he was like going into the numbers and their philosophy on starting versus finishing Mm -hmm. and how this show will be like in the like it's their number in their top 10 for watched this week or whatever and it's like so many people are talking about it so have like 60 percent of accounts or whatever something started the show but only 30 percent of people finished so they can it. And people aren't finishing Netflix shows. So if you like a show, finish it. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> That's why your shows are getting canceled on Netflix. Yeah. 
That's unfortunate. And like they they went into that, and I was like, that makes sense. Yeah. It's like you can't renew a show based on everybody watching a pilot. Right. Yep. Hundred percent. And it's it's a shame because eighteen ninety nine I thought was awesome. It was a total mind f. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I really do enjoy that type of stuff. It well. Yeah. Um, well, they built they built interesting characters to play in the world with. Yeah. Yeah. Now I won't get to see any of them ever again. Maybe they should sell it to a different studio. They could. That's one, of my, that's one of my predictions. Not eighteen ninety nine specifically. <clears throat> Anyways. So uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League <laughs> 2. No. Never. No. Uh, that's not all that works. The other show that got canceled this week that I really enjoy is Inside Job. Um, this is an animated show, and that hurts a lot. It's really it's a really good show with really good writing. It's not but it's animation and Netflix hates animators. No, I wait, mean, that was that was HBO. Except wait, here's the deal. There's there are so many adult uh animated TV shows on Netflix right now that are in like their third or fourth season that are garbage. And but like this is one that was really smart and really funny and I for whatever reason, it didn't get the viewership, so... People probably didn't finish. They're like, this isn't dumb enough. <laughs> there aren't enough... There aren't enough genitalia in here. <laughs> Looking at you, Big Mouth. And Paradise PD. Ugh. I don't even know what the second one is. I've heard of Big Mouth, and I've ignored it completely every time I hear about it. Cause so stupid. Yeah. Yeah, I reviewed the first season and maybe second season of that. Like, I yep. didn't, I didn't hate it. I think you did I it thought, like last I, week. I, <laughs> oh, yeah, the last season. <laughs> yeah, I talked about it not too long ago. Yeah, no, overall that show is it's got some interesting ideas, but it's really, I mean, it, it really feels like they're stretching. <laughs> they're stretching it thin, real, uh, real quick here. I'm really curious if releasing a release schedule helps people watch an entire show. Or if it hurts it, because that like would be well, interesting to see. Because is it too much to be like, okay, twelve episodes? This just dropped. I'll start it, and you just like watch and watch and watch instead of one episode. Oh, that's good. We'll see where it goes. Another episode. Oh, that was good. We'll see where it goes. Yeah, I feel like that's definitely got to be based on the show, right? Like something like eighteen ninety nine. I feel like would benefit from like a week to week drawing what's people gonna happen in this week where oh, where whereas something that's you know an animated show that it's essentially this you know it's the formula we've always known you end where you start and you maybe have a little bit of character growth or development in there uh you know that's bingeable because it's usually 30 minutes of kind of some stupid jokes and you watch as much of it as you want, and then you it's and then it's there for the next time you feel like it. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Don't know. Don't know. You have any other news? What news? Is it? What else news? Oh, uh, let's see. What else do I got? I got a couple other things. Um. So that Gladiator sequel that Ridley Scott is yeah. wanting to do, which he shouldn't. <laughs> Let's leave it, Ridley. Let's leave it where it's at. It's 
it's like almost perfect where he left it. One of my favorite movies. Um, anyway, he cast Lucius in the first movie mm-hmm. or the sequel. I, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, it's definitely happening, or at least trying to happen. This could be great. I don't know. This could be, but it's not. What's the last good thing he did? The Martian? Depends on... Like, yeah, that he that he directed. he did? Because, like, I know he, like, produced Raised by Wolves. He yeah. produced some of the alien stuff. I don't know what he's like from that. I mean, yeah, probably. Martian. <laughs> let's rewatch the movies luke it'd be fine uh, well we gotta get through we gotta get through 2022 first and then we'll rewatch <sighs> then we'll start 2023 behind and <laughs> no 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 it's january there's nothing that i care about that's going out megan's out I megan don't... made 30 million dollars this weekend i could care less about another killer doll franchise <laughs> didn't care about the first one and i think they're like yeah we've got a second one lined up now that it's like officially greenlit, but it probably will be this week. Listen, slight spoilers, and I'm sorry if you haven't seen it, <gasps> but the best killer doll movie is Ex Machina. <laughs> it's a great one. And it's not a killer doll movie. No. But it kind of is. But it, but it kind of Oh, man. Just... I didn't even like that movie as much as everybody else, but like... I love that movie. It's so good. I, th- I thought it was good. Like, everybody else loves it. I feel bad because I feel like I kind of dunk on it a little bit too much. But it's okay. I, I won't. I'm distracted now. You're going to have to keep talking. I'll keep talking. Um, did you ever... You watch Werewolf by Night? Yeah. I did. I enjoyed it. Um, Michael Giacchino, who has been a composer for so very long, um, directed Werewolf by... <laughs> werewolf by night and now he's going to direct a remake of them the Wait, what? the monster movie the old classic monster movie oh yeah he's doing a remake of that and i i haven't seen the original movie um but i just really i think it's really cool that he's getting to direct like a feature film i i think it's um a very interesting case study in that like you can get into filmmaking from so many different directions. Yeah. Like, there's not one, like, you go to film school, and he could have gone to film school, whatever. But, like, he's a, he's a musician by trade, but he's been in that industry and absorbed that knowledge enough that he's been able now to go and, to, you know, make things. Yeah. Which is really cool. I feel so, like the only ones you really ever considered to do the four big jobs are... You know, writers, actors, directors, producers. Yeah. And they, like, interchange maybe a bit. But yeah. we've gotten stunt people, CG um, supervisors, mm-hmm. now uh, composers. It's awesome. Like, yeah. I'm all for it. Yeah, and, you know, I think it it's it's a little bit like how, depending on your your industry or your, your trade, you know, sometimes it's really, really helpful to have someone from another aspect of your craft come in and like provide their perspective so like Mm. a composer directing is going to have a different thought process Mm -hmm. than and a writer who is also a director like a writer director um that they think they just think about how that movie is made differently 
And, uh, you know, I always, I always think having a few more voices in the room is a, is a good idea. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's really cool. Very, very cool. Um, have you, did you hear about Project Leonardo this past week? No. So it's Project Leonardo. It's for the PS5, and it is their extremely customizable accessibility controller. Oh, I see. I didn't know what it's called. But yes, I did see their accessibility controller. Yeah. Yes. Um, Looks awesome. Fantastic. Uh, it's really, I think, only Xbox has really had one marketed. Yeah, um, I'm sure there's PC, yeah. like third party. Obviously, like PC is a big enough market that yeah. you don't have HP making their own things. But I'm sure there's plenty of third party PC uh, controller makers that do accessibility stuff. But yeah, the Xbox One has been very front and center, and they've been mm-hmm. really good about addressing um those needs and now it's really cool to see playstation doing the same yep it's it's awesome it, i feel like it gets said all the time but the more people that can play the better yes um there's so many great games out there and now more people play them i just think that's awesome agreed agreed um i don't know did we talk about this last week I, it was kind of on the cusp i think news wise uh that tim blake nelson joined dune 2 we talk about that? I don't think so. I don't. I, I didn't even know that. Oh, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> he's I love like, that guy. Great actor. So very excited to see what uh, whatever role he's going to bring in at this point. I saw someone joke about this, so I can't can't take credit for this uh, this joke. But like at this it. point, at this point, Dune Two is like one like great actor away from just being another Knives Out sequel somehow. <laughs> <laughs> but in space. Oh, ooh. Ryan Johnson is going to join the cast. <laughs> Brilliant. I love it. Oh, okay. Uh, the last news story I have, uh, Avatar 2 passed its $1.7 billion mark um, in Money Money's Made. Just raking it in. So um, anyone who thought this movie was like a flop? Remember when everybody was joking how nobody cared about this movie and they weren't going to go see it? Mm-hmm. Well, you're a liar. You lied. <laughs> I saw it twice. I'm waiting for Tyler to go see it so I can see it a third time. Dude, I need to... Yeah, please, Tyler and Luke, tell me tell me when you're going so I'll, I can go see it again because I've only seen it once. You're welcome, James Cameron. That's right. Right. Listen, James, James, James Cameron is kind of a little bit of a prick, but uh, well, he makes a good movie, so... He, yeah, I mean... He he has he has some kind of magic sauce. Um, he did say, and he did in a statement. He said it looks like with the momentum that the film has now, it will easily pass our break even point in the next few days. It looks like I can't wiggle out of this. I'm gonna have to do these other sequels, uh, which I made a prediction that says in 2023, Avatar four and five we're gonna get greenlit, and it's not there yet. They're not officially greenlit, but we're. Dude, what if Disney just pulled a fast one? They're like, we're only doing up to three. Sorry, James. He would be... They go full WBD. Oh like, my gosh. We're ending it. We're canceling. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly wouldn't put a bastard down. Wait. Anything could happen. So many weird things would happen. I, that would have been somewhat plausible under Chapik. But like, Iger's back, and I don't think he's that dumb. billion, Luke. Billion with a B. People make dumb decisions. You never know. Billion. Okay. If they cancel it. People are dumb. If they cancel three and four, 
I, I'm going on record, is I am okay with that if they give us Alita Battle Angel 2. I'm okay with that then. I'm okay with that then. No, the committee agrees. <laughs> <laughs> the committee has spoken, and uh, we... Okay. I have loved seeing that, like, get more steam on the internet again. People are like, like when, when are we going to get Alita 2? And it's like, yeah, when are we going to get Alita 2? <laughs> Talking about cliffhanger. Ugh, come on. Oh, I want her to go up there and just people wreck some fools i guess i'd always watch the the anime <laughs> so i can know how it ends actually how it ends well, well i think it's only like an hour long really i think so yeah oh, dang oh um i don't have any more news stories luke what do you got i can just give a little weekly update on what james gunn debunks and unbunks oh <laughs> yes bunks. well and we have the That's always a surprise. Oh, you ruined it. Even though everybody knows it's coming. Well, not everybody. <laughs> um, what it was rumored that Wonder Woman came up again, and they're like, "We're not gonna get Wonder Woman for the next three years. It's ridiculous." Gal's gone. What the heck? And James was like, "Shut up." <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Um, the other thing was people were going on about Ezra Miller. This is kind of part of the same conversation. They're like, they're getting rid of Gal and Henry and everybody, but we're keeping Ezra Miller. Like, what's going on? Um, and Gun, let's hear. I wrote this so long ago. Let's see what I wrote. Gun, not sure what's been said, but did confirm he'd be. F- didn't confirm he'd be Flash moving forward. Uh oh. Internal temp was too high on that camera. Ah. <sighs> Well, hot in here. Can you get some fans <laughs> over there or something? <laughs> um, yeah, oh. interesting, but at the same time, it's like it's gonna be a video game. Yeah, <laughs> there's my prediction. <laughs> yeah, um, I think yeah. that makes sense. I, I, yeah, it's a complicated business relationship that they're in right now with the movie they, not being out. They like just can't announce it yet because yeah. the trailers and press and stuff are gonna start for that movie. The next couple months. What's the when Shazam? Uh, February or March. March. I think it's March, but I bet I bet it's March is when that. Yeah. That flash. The next trailer comes yeah. out. Yeah. I know Muschietti was putting up flash pictures. Yeah, there's gonna be Instagram. some like real like low key like marketing. They'll put out the original kind of DC thing. fandom trailer. There, maybe be, maybe be a poster here or there. There'll be those little behind the scenes shots of like, oh, I got a thing. And then, yeah, it'll be... Boom, trailer. Full-on. Flash is coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last thing I have is... Uh, James Gunn just kind of threw out... He's like, I'm writing an unannounced TV show. <laughs> the it's man like, is busy and... I honestly... Writing a lot. don't think he sleeps. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he's writing Superman. <laughs> Remember he's... what you talked about with creatives feeling the need to create? <laughs> Dude, he is like the ultimate embodiment of that. <laughs> yeah. Just like, man, I, I really want somebody to do this. Oh, I'll just do it. I'll just do it. It's fine. He's going to be so stressed for the next three years. Right. Oh, dude, it was so funny, too. I saw people making fun of their like, so apparently this thing is supposed to be the next 10 years of DC, but James Gunn's contract is only three years. It's like, contract <laughs> yeah he'll it'll get you know if the first three years if we're feeling good it'll get renewed that way he can either get fired or get a raise or yeah i would say or he can get out if he wants to right like yep. it's that's 
should always have an escape plan. Yeah. <laughs> That's a uh, a great way to put that. Oh, we didn't talk about the Tim Miller Borderlands. I just remembered that. Oh yeah. Because I keep forgetting that that movie exists. Yeah. So okay. So what was that? I can't remember the deets. Um, Eli Roth was directing it originally, and, and now he's out. Now Tim Miller is in. replacing him and doing reshoots. I yeah. think. Well, I don't, that'll be interesting. I never played the games. Um, it's a video game movie, so I think it's going to be garbage. Always bad. <laughs> also, Eli Roth, who I don't know has ever actually made a good movie. Uh, I've actually never seen one because they're always like gore fests mm-hmm. or the monsters. <laughs> <laughs> or what was that uh, Bruce Willis movie? Going around killing people to avenge family. Bruce Willis makes like or starred in for like five years there. He starred in like ten movies a year, so I'm not sure which one you're talking about. Death Wish. Death Wish. Mm, I'm not sure I ever actually saw it. I didn't. Um. Last news story that I have has Helen Hunt signed on to the Twister sequel yet? Big fat no. Dang it. Gosh dang it. Twenty twenty three, we need a win. What garbage year so far. Ugh, it's terrible. And to you know, one last news story to pile on the like, oh no, woe is the industry. Francis Ford Coppola's oh, mega yeah. megalopolis is in peril amid ballooning budget and apparently like the entire art department just leaving. Um so I, this is it's funny and sad and terrible. This is like a passion project for him, and mostly this is his money. It's not being produced by a studio, like a big studio deal. Like it's not. I don't. Know, I don't know how he's gonna make this work because they're halfway through shooting and they're like, "Okay, we can't do the whole volume stuff anymore. We're gonna do green screen." But our entire art department is left, and <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, it's... Don't gamble... A lot of... One of the sayings is, like, in Hollywood, you don't gamble with your own money. Um, and you see, you see why. So, I mean, it's impressive you could finance a $120 million movie by himself. I, by himself. I'm sure there are other investors. But, for the most part, by himself. Um, that's gonna hurt if he can't figure out how to get things back on track how old is he? like 75 80 oh, okay i thought he was like not entirely let's see da, 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 99 da. years old that's something else we did this week luke Huh? Oh, I did that last week. Oh, I did it this week. Pacific Rim. Rewatch Pacific Rim. Oh, it's so awesome. There's nothing better than watching big robots punch the living piss out of stuff, man. Kaijus, other robots, I'll take it. 83. Francis Ford Coppola is 83. Well, you know, it's time to slow down. Um, before we go, we did have a fan box question. If, uh, if you're watching along here and you've got a fan box question, you can list it in the chat, but we did have one come across the Twitter feed. 
um, from JT. Can people tell when I tweet? No. no I mean, other I than... I feel like they can. Other, other than like, oh, this this feels like another person <laughs> tweeting, probably. Your tweets are probably like, hey, we're going live. Why don't you send us some fanbox questions and we'll answer them live on the show. And then there's me. We need fanbox questions! <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Um... JT asks, this is a basic but classic question. If you were in a fantasy RPG world, what would your job be based on your real life job? So I assume like you're, if you're like an MP, I don't know if this is an NPC or not, but like my thought was like, if I'm an NPC player in an RPG world, what's my, in a fantasy RPG world, what's my equivalent job? What I do in the real life, in the real life, in the real world? My real life. Words are hard. Um, I'm I'm assuming there's a tavern mm-hmm. or something in this um city or small town that I'm living in, and I'm sure I would be handling their finances. That's what I do in real life. So. There you go. <laughs> there you go. The uh, the backbone of the small business. I am the. Uh, Treasurer of the Bannered Mare. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> we throw it into Skyrim terms. <laughs> I'm the guy who uh, goes around when, like, the king or the, uh, like, the lord or lady, like, coming to town. I'm the guy who's, like, putting up all the, like, tenants and, like, the... <laughs> I'm like I'm making sure everything looks good for the uh, the big speech and the arrival. We got the 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 the, the all the candles are lit, and I think that would be my equivalent in a, a fantasy. Make RPG. sure it's all in a nice, pretty old English, but still legible font. font. Yes, yes, I'm making those posters. You know, reward for what's his face, ten thousand doubloons, <laughs> and I'm you know lettering them and <laughs> wanted dead or alive. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Thank you, JT, for that question. What? what would what would Tyler's be? Tyler, he would be selling drugs. <laughs> <laughs> no, he would be the guy though that you go like trade like herbs for. <laughs> like he would be the yeah, he's the like the shopkeeper. Like here's a bunch of hemp. <laughs> he's like, I could use that. <laughs> I know a guy who Totally would. Yeah, yeah. So what is the equivalent of podcasters in a fantasy Ooh. RPG world, though? I mean, probably just to, like, stand on the corner of the street and be like, The end is nigh! <laughs> or, I'm, Unsolicited advice! I'm, I'm here and you're listening to me! I'm thinking of, like, in Skyrim, there's, like, just always a bunch of people a part of, like, the Mm. who are there you can talk to but never actually do anything they just like talk about what other people they'll be like just thinking maybe like they the, went uh, to a cave and blippity bloop there yeah, was a bear yeah. or something i was venture like you <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking some kind of like record keeper during like a like a like a, a big event um where there's jousting and whatnot and it's like we're relaying all that information <laughs> to the common masses or we would review the like, um, oh, what's it? What's it? Like, there's a Shakespeare p- live play. Yes, 
like in the town square, mm-hmm. we'd be in the back judging every single bit of it. <laughs> and we'd go to our hidden basement, sit on some hay bales. and That makes sense to me. The wigs were terrible. Perfect sense to me. The beheading looked so fake, I could see them <laughs> duck underneath the stanchion and then they threw in the fake one. It's like, oh, it's too obvious. Terrible, terrible looking. They used to do it so much better when it was practical. Yeah, practical. Yeah, <laughs> it was practical. <laughs> they actually chopped the head. <laughs> well, cool. Thank you, JT, for that question. Uh, I didn't see any more on Twitter. Did you, real quick? Check. Check. We didn't have any last minute questions come in. Um, nope. Okay. Well, we're going to wrap it up early tonight. What is this? And uh, Only an hour long? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> Tell Tyler, look, if you want our episodes to be longer than an hour, I don't know if you do or not, but Tyler's not here, so we're going to blame him. I could go on a weird rant about how the Let's state of Destiny just, 2 PvP is. We're going to keep, uh, <laughs> thank you for <laughs> Thank you for watching live here on Twitch Monday nights or on YouTube whenever. I mean, we, we, we dig that. Um, or if you listen on your podcast app. Yeah. We'll be, uh, we'll, again, we're doing some back-end stuff. We're, we're switching hosts. Ooh. So oh. um, maybe <laughs> maybe here in a week or two we'll have, like, official, like, it's all completed. And if you want to, you know, double-check and make sure. But I think I think we're good for now. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, you can... Check out all of our links at the website, whatthefanboy.com. And until next week, we'll see ya. Bye!